The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoopball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, joined by my good friend, Santino Cacone. We're here for this wonderful Thursday, April 8th, seven-game card to talk about. Santino, how are you doing over there, brother? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah, it's only seven games. It's a shorter one comparatively to some of these other big ones that we've had. Yeah, we'll take these little, uh, these nice little seven, eight game ones in between. It's a weird one though. We have we have three ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time games on this one. We're generally, uh, you know, and no seven so it starts at seven thirty Eastern Standard Time game. So it's a little bit of a of a different slate. But before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsor, My Bookie. If you guys haven't already checked them out. What are you waiting for? Go check them out. Head over to mybookie.ag, the number one sports book, the only sports book that Santino and I give our sp- uh, stamp of approval for. So they are the best Osboost contest, number one lines, the quickest payouts, and the number one customer service in the industry. So if you head over to mybookie.ag, on your initial deposit, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, they will match you 50% on up to $1,000. So if you deposit $1,000 on your initial deposit using that promo code, they will give you $500 for free to play with. So it's free money. Head over to my bookie. Check it out, guys. All the goodness and a fully-fledged casino platform as well. All right, Santino. First game of the night. L.A. Lakers traveling to Miami, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. For the Lakers, Anthony Davis, Jared Dudley, LeBron James all rolled out. Andre Drummond, Kyle Kuzma, both probable. And on the Heat side of things, Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent, both probable. KZ Akpala is out. 206.5 game total. Heat favored by 9.5 points. I'll pass it over to you, our resident in-house Laker. Talk about it for us. I, I'm not a Laker, so. Nah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the resident Laker out there, but uh, yeah, with with Drummond probable, I'm, he's going to slot right back into the starting lineup. Uh, don't know how many minutes he'll play, but at 6,500, I'm going to have a fair share of him. That's just a super good value. Whether Whatever your thoughts of Ag- about him as an actual basketball player, uh, he is a fantasy stud, and at 6,500, that's just very too cheap for him, even in a matchup against Bam. Um, outside of him, um, they're they're similar. Um, you can look at guys like uh, Taylor Horton Tucker at 47 and Markeith Morris, who've been playing pretty well, also at 5K. I probably won't have. I'm not going to go up to Kuzma or Schroeder or Hero now that Drummond's back, uh, but the, I would look at those guys um, and maybe give a, a Caldwell Pope at 4K uh, if I'm if I'm digging down there. But uh, that's pretty much it. Drummond I really like. Morris and Tucker are more of pivot long shot type plays, uh, and Caldwell Pope is a guy that if you're digging deep that you can look to. Yeah, I mean, I have no issues looking at Drummond. I, I think the, you know, when I think about the injury, you know, missing a toenail, I'm like, how can anybody just, like, that's got to hurt. 
uh, you know, trying to even play through that. But if he's going out there and he's going to play, even if it's 28 minutes at this price, I give him 25 minutes. He could pay this off easily. You touched on it. He's the best like point per minute, you know, fancy guy uh, in the league. You could just give this guy any amount of minutes and get you 20 and 20. And just the fact that he's going to be in the starting lineup. Yeah. I'm, I'm off Kuzma at 7,100. Just a lot of that rebounding upside for pretty much everybody in this front court is, is gone now. Uh, it's all pretty much going Drummond's way. So I'll be looking at Drummond. I don't know if he's a banging, like, you know, cash lock. I think at that price tag, come close to considering him in cash, but he's definitely very, very much in play for GPPs at that price tag. And if we hear that there's, you know, no restrictions or anything, yeah, go ahead, lock him in anywhere you want. Sliding over to the Miami Heat side of things, though, uh, you know, pretty much geared up. They should be good to go. No major injuries uh, to really be too concerned with, but. Still kind of adapting, getting used to playing with Victor Oladipo. They've now played him back-to-back games of 30-plus minutes, but he's not hasn't really done anything uh, fantasy-wise and DFS-wise. Still kind of taking that backseat approach. Uh, but can you consider him at 6,800? He's a guy that used to be in that mid-sevens range. And and I really just don't want to. Uh, I'd rather just – if we're not going by positions, I'd rather just have Drummond for $300 cheaper. Uh, but to me, I think – the, I can look at Butler and, and Bam. I know they're still adjusting to Oladipo. Neither of uh, Butler, especially, hasn't had that ceiling game that he was having before. Uh, but this is a finals rematch, and this is a team that is hungry and wants to. I, I know there's no LeBron. I know there's no AD. But they're going to get up for this game, and they're going to just want to beat LA really as bad as they can. And this is at home, uh, so I don't mind going to Butler or Bam for lower end, uh, high price guys there. Outside of them, um, probably not going to have much exposure. I, regardless of AD and, and LeBron not being in the lineup, this is still one of the best defenses in the league. It's not their def- the Lakers' defense that is uh, falling off a cliff. It's their offense. Um, so I would go with the two big guys, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and if I had to lean between you know Butler and Bam, uh, I think I'd lean Bam for $600 cheaper. Very, very close. Uh, I like both these guys. I don't know if I end up landing on either one of them, but they'll both be in my player pool uh, as I'm as I'm going through and constructing my lineups. I just think that, you know, with Drummond's size now being a main uh, focus and probably one of their, uh, I guess, key focuses. I don't know if you're, if you're Miami, who do you key in on coming in here? You know, Schroeder and Kuzma probably being the two leading shot, take, uh, shot makers and takers, but uh, Drummond anchoring now this, this new center offense. I imagine, you know, no more Kelly Olynyk. Bam's probably going to have to play significant minutes regardless. So 8400 I'll be okay with playing them. But drumming for that price tag cheaper just feels too hard to ignore. We'll move on to the next game. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Chicago Bulls traveling to Toronto. They're taking on the Raptors. On the Bulls side of things, Devin Dodson, Garrett Temple ruled out. Zach Levine, Laurie Markin, and Kobe White all probable for the Raptors. Jalen Harris, Rodney Hood, Kyle Lowry, Patrick McCaw, Fred Van Vliet, Paul Watson all rolled out. Pascal C. Ackham is available. This game does have a game total, and it does have a spread, I believe. Oh, no, of course not. I lied. Spoke too soon, Santino. We have five game totals, five spreads, and it's uh, it's one of the two that we don't have. That first one is, is, uh, so far of the five that we have, by far the lowest of the spreads. Yeah, and it's... I guess uh, I'm, I'm not too, too shocked. I, 206 still feels a little low, but I'm not too shocked knowing that Miami's defense has been so good. And like I said, uh, you know, 
Lakers just don't have too many shot makers at this moment. But uh, looking over on the Chicago side, almost fully healthy. And, you know, now we're starting to see the Vucevic and Levine combo start to click a little bit. They, you know, they finally came out and played well, pulled out a win against Indiana, uh, pulled out a win against Brooklyn, two back-to-back dubs. Could they make it three in a row going against Toronto? And yeah, and, and they're on the uh, the front end of a back to back too. So, if it, it's always noteworthy to keep an eye out for the injury report on that, uh, just to see if someone's coming in banged up. I know Markinen's coming in probable. Kobe White missed a couple games. Levine was a little banged up. Uh, it's always good to look at that beforehand because even though we're doing this the night of and they submit their official injury report, we've seen time and time and time and time again that things keep changing. But um. Yeah, Vucevic, another guy, 9,100. The Raptors, they give up points to their center, to opposing centers in bunches, and they're starting to, he's starting to get comfortable. Uh, We can attack him here again. Back to back games over 50 plus fantasy points. Uh, He was, he's going to pay off again in this one. Uh, There's really no one on Toronto that can guard him or, or that plays that (laughs) much, that's big enough for him uh, on that side. Outside of him, I mean, I, I like uh, Sadoransky. There's no Van Vliet. There's no Lowry. Uh, there's no Powell. Those are three of their best guard-slash-wing defenders on the team. Not playing in this one. One's not on the team anymore. Uh, that's a good matchup for a 5,200 again. Uh, and that's probably the the two guys that I'm mostly leaning towards. Maybe Zach Levine, but um, he hasn't really put it together since um, uh, Vooch came over, so I'm not, I don't want to pay up there. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I called you resident in-house Laker. I guess Keith is resident in-house Bull, uh, and he he touched on it. I think on our last show, he's kind of struggling with the pick and roll with Vucevic, and it's something that they're kind of trying to work on, and that may be something that they have to work through, and it might take a little bit. But uh, he also has to adjust on, you know, passing not passing, but sharing that alpha dog role a little bit more. Has never have never really played along somebody, uh, you know, like Vucevic, and in, in quite some time, but. Uh, I'm with you. Those are the two guys I had circled. Uh, even if you wanted to, you know, maybe dabble in uh, some some Zach Levine, I wouldn't mind it. I think AK is a very fair price tag. I would probably just limit him more to uh, tournaments than I would cash, just knowing how up and down and streaky he's been as of late. And that's probably it. I wouldn't argue with you if you wanted to play some Thad Young, but at 6,300, I don't think there's a lot of meat left on that bone. Uh, but he's not terrible. Marketing him being back, though, he, he's probably going to be seeing 28 minutes as opposed to, like, you know, 35. But... Uh, we'll slide over to this Toronto side, and I think everybody's just been taking advantage of of the value that's been available with this team. And, you know, I, I guess I need you to convince me. Is there any reason why we should stop now? No, there, there is none. Uh, DeAndre Bembry only jumped up to 3,800, still under 4K, can still play him. Malachi Flynn is only is still under 5K. He's only at 4,700. He's topped that three straight games. He's topped 33 finish points at the minimum in the last three games. No Lowry, no Van Vliet. Powell's not coming through the door anytime soon. This guy is looking really good, and uh, I would play him again in this one. So those two are definites. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. is getting another big boost. I'm not going to go there. Uh, OG shouldn't get <laughs> kicked out in two to three minutes in this one uh, or early in the first quarter, so I don't, I'm not going to really go to Trent near 63. But um, Boucher... 5,700. He has, he's seen a start in the last one. And he played 33 minutes. Uh, if he's going to see over 30 minutes at under 6K, 
that's a fantastic price tag, and that's the reason why I don't want to fully pay up for center options, even though we have a hefty amount of good ones. Um, but yeah, you can look at those two guys, and, and Siakam is clearly the number one option on this team, so if you want to do pay up high, you can do that, probably more for GPPs. But this value, like you mentioned, uh, Boucher, Flynn, Bembry, all really solid to me. And that's probably where I'm going to opt to go. Just we we talked about some, uh, and we will keep talking about some spend up options as, as soon as we get to these later games. It feels like there's only more expensive guys that we want to spend up on. And I think the best way to just attack this team is just take advantage of the value. Uh, I've been locking in Benbury and Flynn. I've played both of them in both of my cash lineups uh, the past two slates at their price tags. It's just too cheap to ignore. Uh, the matchups, fantastic. I'll go right back to the well with them. I don't mind some Boucher. I don't think I'll pay that price tag for Siakam. I don't think I'll pay the price tag for uh, Trent or OG. You know, I think these guys could pay it off, but, you know, Trent, very scoring-reliant, scoring-dependent guy, not a guy that's going to be chipping in assists and and rebounds here and there. So if he really doesn't hit you 23, 24 points, it's going to be difficult for him to pay that price tag off. So I'll opt to some other options. I'll be playing Ben Brain for them, though, and I'll definitely chip in a little bit Boucher. We're on the same page right now, <laughs> I forgot to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to throw in your, uh, you know, your trademark water boy move in there, uh, Mister Bobby Bobby Boucher. Next game, Cleveland Cavaliers. Football is the devil. <laughs> it is. That's why we're that's why we're having a basketball podcast. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to OKC. They're taking on the Thunder here. As far as the injury report. For the Cavs, Jared Allen, Larry Nance Jr., Dylan Windler, all ruled out. For OKC, Thunder on the second half of a back-to-back have yet to submit their injury report. We do have a game total. It's 212. Cleveland being favored by two points in this one. So still missing Jared Allen. Uh, still in the concussion symptoms, dealing with the protocol. And then now Larry Nance Jr., another member out of the front court, which means I feel like we got to take a long look at your boy, but I'll let you touch on him. Yeah, I think you can... Just like Mal- Malachi Flynn at 4-7, uh, Hartenstein's not getting the price bump for some odd reason here. He's only 4400 And another reason, like I mentioned, there's a lot of very good high center options on this slate, uh, but there's also a lot of very good value. And Hartenstein is a guy that should be in pretty much most of lineups. Uh, no, no Allen, no, no Nance, no problem. This guy's going to see minutes as long as he's not in foul trouble. There's no reason why he's not going to play a lot of minutes. I mean, he didn't play over 20 against the Heat, but the other four games he he played over 20, and he's going to bring you back value as long as he does that. Uh, uh, this guy's a, a very good point-per-minute guy. And on that end, Dean Wade's another guy, only 4,600 still. He hasn't shown the upside or, or consistency or per-minute uh, stuff that Hartenstein did, but he's starting. He's playing a lot of minutes. Over 30 in countless games now um, since the end of March. On, for 4,600, I mean, you can look at him again here. Uh, Colin Sexton's a guy that him and him and Darius Garland are two guys that I like in, in GPPs because uh, you can score against the Thunder. The Thunder are on the back end of a back-to-back. Their injury report is going to be long. We, we, you can already guarantee that. There's going to be people that are just going to miss for rests, uh, fingers, whatever they can come up with. People are going to be out of the lineup, or they already have a massive amount of people out. Um, But Sexton and Garland can both take advantage, and they're both not too expensive for me to where I'll take shots in GPPs. Um, But that's about it. I I really, 
I mean, if you really like Tor, uh, Torian Prince or said he, the last said I, I can look to that that way, but uh, that's only for desperation pump plays. Yeah, there's just some. I, I guarantee there's somebody out there listening that just like really loves Torian Prince and just <laughs> had to, has to get him in there. Uh, no other reason why. Just against all logic, I got to play their guy. Uh, I'm with you on pretty much everybody outside of Dean Wade. I just uh, he just doesn't you know really get me going. I don't think he's got the complete upside I'm always looking for. I wouldn't fault you if if you want to go to him, just knowing that he's getting the security of the minutes. But we've already touched on so many good value plays already. Where I'll just take you know Hartenstein or one of those other three or four guys that we've talked about. Uh, that are underpriced. So, uh, Garland, Sexton, if I had to pick one, I feel like I would just take the discount on Garland, but it also feels dirty like we're chasing after that 56-point game that he just had. But both of these guys, like you said, you could score on OKC at pretty much every position. Uh, even, you know, Moses Brown, as good as he's been defensively for him, there's nobody on this team that scares us away from any position. You could play anybody anywhere and feel pretty comfortable as long as the price tags well. So, and 76, that's what Sexton should be. Garland, 65. If anything, after that last one, he should probably be a little bit more. So wouldn't fault you. Uh, no Kevin Love, though. On the OKC side of the ball. No love for already, Kevin? No love for Kevin. <laughs> this made me think, right when you said it that way, I just thought of Kevin from The Office. Uh, I don't know why. Like, it's, a good, it's a good thought, though. Anytime you think of Kevin from The Office, it's usually a good thing. Great podcast he has, by the way. So shout out to a podcast brethren, uh, Kevin from The Office. OKC, though, <laughs> we, t- we touched on it. <laughs> Let's just keep that one going. That didn't happen. Uh, Shea Gilchrist, Alexander, Horford, Baisley, Roby, Dort, uh, Miller, Muscala, Josh Hall, all these guys out tonight. Uh, I think we could safely yeah. assume. One more, too. Uh, Pokemon left early, and I, he hasn't returned as of yet. We are, I, I believe, actually, the game ended, but he got hurt towards the end of the game and didn't return, so... Definitely keep an eye on that because that might be another guy added to that long list, uh, laundry list, as I should say, of, of an injury report. Well, we got to get this show over with quick then and find <laughs> our way down to OKC. I, uh, I, I, you know, they feel like they need another five, nine and a half power forward out there, Santino. Uh, we should try out. They got nobody, man. Uh, this team is is needing some bodies, and this is probably where you see guys like you know Jalen Horde step up, play a few extra minutes. They just simply need bodies. Uh, they can't even do as many, you know, double big lineups like they were doing. That's not even possible anymore. Now that all their bigs are out. But do your best with this, Santino. Give us give us your best attempt of what we can hopefully maybe, I guess, almost kind of expect. But we're going to have to check back and watch the injury report anyway. And I'm not sure. Did you throw the spread on this one? Oh, uh, no, no, that's uh, I did not. That's a great call. So, yeah, it is a 212 game total. Oh, yeah, I did. I did do it. Oh, okay. 212 game total. Uh, Cleveland favored by two. So many injuries, I couldn't. I forgot where we were. <laughs> I forgot uh, what day it was. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, pretty much, honestly, anybody on this side of the ball is in play with all of the injuries. I don't mind taking. Like Moses Brown hasn't been super productive lately. Uh, off that, ever since that 2010 game or 2020 game, my bad, my bad. He was it was so good, I forgot uh, that 2020 game. His play has dropped off, but I mean, both Jared Allen. And uh, Larry Nance are out for this. So 6-6, six, six, not crazy if you wanted to go there. But again, I, I already mentioned three people that I really like. So I won't be going there, but he's a pivot play for people. Uh, Pokemon's not playing. Svi uh, at 56 makes sense. Maladon at, at 53 if he plays. Um, Tony Bradley at 42 is another guy to look at. Uh, Jalen Horde, you mentioned him. He's probably going to start. 
dart. <laughs> as crazy as it as it is, he just signed a two way deal a couple days ago. But if uh, Pokemon can't play, uh, he's probably going to start. And at forty two, another option you can throw out there. I mean, these aren't. I don't love this this side of the ball. But I will take some shots in different GPPs at, at different guys. And probably Horde is the, the guy that I take the most of just because he's the cheapest. Um, and then Sfee the next because he's, if Pokemon doesn't play, he's probably their best scorer. So um, <laughs> I'll take shot. I'm at telling him you, too. man, we can go try out. It's not too late. <laughs> uh, I'm saying we, we got a halfway decent. If the shot's falling that day. It's um, honestly very hard. <laughs> Hard to like look, look at everybody like yeah I kind of like them but I mean at mid five k for uh, a dart throw is is still kind of not the cheapest of price tags but we know some of these guys have skill like Theo has some skill he's very hit or miss none of these guys to me are cash game options uh, maybe Horde if he starts but everybody else don't mind looking at a couple guys for GPPs. If you just take like the people with the the O's next to their name, the injured players, you take them off the player pool list, and you look at this team, you and you know prior to the season, you wouldn't be able to convince me that this wasn't like uh, some like Eastern European team, uh, you know that uh, Alexi Sved's playing for. Um, there's just so many oh, names on don't here. You, y'all don't say that. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> I love Sved. That was actually uh, that was not a jab at him. That was a secret shout out. Uh, <laughs> I secretly my you know. Little detour here. Santino knows about this. I have an actual Alexis Fed rookie basketball court card in the doorway of my kitchen for about three and a half years straight now, just sitting above the doorway. And, you know, there's probably a good year, every year or so, my girlfriend sees it and actually remembers it. And uh, she gets a little bit upset. She's like, why is that still there? And I won't let her take it down. It stays. He, he you know, he protects the doorway. But, that was the that was that, that was the detour. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We'll get back to this. Uh, so I'll be looking at Jalen Hoard too. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of um, even. They just don't have size. They might even play Kenrich at the four a little bit too. Uh, I think both those guys are you know two guys I have no problem looking at. Your rights. V will probably in Maladon will probably lead the team in shot attempts, and uh, you know we might even have to see them go double big for for some time. We might even have to see them roll Bradley next to uh, Moses Brown. It might be ugly. But we, then, they they really just don't have bodies. And what I'm thinking is, uh, after all this, tomorrow comes out Isaiah Roby, Lou Dort get cleared, and then yeah. this whole yeah. conversation we just, goes. We just goes wasted south. ten minutes. And you guys heard that stupid election fed story <laughs> for no reason. And I just I'm sorry. Um, you know, uh, you did it, but you can't you can't take that time back. You can't put the tooth back, <laughs> a toothpaste back in the tube. That's it. So we'll move on to the next one. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Dallas. They're taking on the Mavs over here. Mavs on the second half of a back-to-back. No injury report for the Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful. I don't get how I can say his name perfectly. Not even a not even a slip up. And I there's I can't say like Patruvesky. Like I I can't I can't say other players. Uh, PJ Tucker out as well. Pokashevsky. Yeah, there. See, you know, it, it's just much cooler if you say Pokemon. Yeah, and it helps me out a little bit too. Uh, no, no game, <laughs> no game total. Uh, those spread in this one. Uh, I'll start off. I'll lead off here with the Bucks. It's pretty simple. I think any time that we see Giannis out, you know, we pretty much know where to look at this point. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. If you want to play either one of these guys, go for it. I will. Uh, I'll probably have at least one of these guys in every single lineup. If Giannis sits, if Giannis plays, I probably won't. Other guy I don't mind looking at is Bobby Portis. 
especially knowing that, you know, PJ Tucker being listed on this injury report as well, already ruled out. Bobby Portis should see, you know, 25 minutes. Uh, great point per minute guy. And regardless of the game script, at 5,300, he's very much in play. So I think Portis, Middleton, Holiday are the three people I'm looking at the most. And, I, you know, if you want to go to some other options, wouldn't fault you. You know, there's going to be a ton of usage that gets sprinkled around, but that's where I'm probably going to put most of my uh, primary attention. Yeah, and I'm with you. And I think uh, Holiday for me slightly over Middleton. And then fight, fight Bobby fight is, I mean, without uh, with Giannis, doubtful. He's going to draw another start. He played nearly 30 minutes in that uh, that last game. Anytime he does that, you know the numbers are going to follow uh, and the fists. So for 53. Who wins the fight? Greg, Greg Hardy, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis retires from the NBA right now. He goes to the UFC. Hardy. Yeah. Hardy has guess, training. That guy's a tank, too. <laughs> but, he's an animal. Yeah, he's good. But at, at, Well, not, not that good, but he's strong for being very raw. Uh, but, yeah, 5,300, very good price tag for fighting Bob. Bob, on the Dallas side of things, I'll let you just kind of segues right into there. Who, anybody over here you're looking at? Yeah, and then um, I wonder if he, uh, what's it, Maxi Kleba is out again. He missed the game on Wednesday, lower leg. Uh, he missed the game, came back, then missed another game. Uh, so very weird situation there. But if that happens again, I'm assuming. Oh, and then I forgot to mention. Uh, <clears throat> The Mavs are on the, uh, I believe it's the, the front end of a back, or back end of a back, back, back end of a back. Uh, so Porzingis, question mark, 100%. Uh, he's he, not sure if he's going to play. And we don't know Kleba's status yet. So this front court might get a little bit shaked. Uh, DFS can play the four. Hardaway can slot in at the three. And then maybe Boban or Melly starts at the four. Or Boban starts at the five, pal. Uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on this for me to know where I want to go in the front court. But in terms of the back court, if there is no Porzingis, uh, the wings and back court, I think Hardaway makes sense at 5'5". Five, five. He slots in as the number two option. Uh, he takes a lot of shots. And this is a team that you can beat on the on the edge, uh, on the three-point line. Uh, so I like Hardaway a little here. Uh, and then Luca, we, we know there isn't the... Um, there isn't Super Saiyan-type guys to pay for in this one. Uh, Giannis is doubtful, and he's the only other guy besides Luka that's over 10K. They're both near 11K, but uh, LeBron is the third highest guy on the slate, and he's not playing. So Lillard is the number two highest-priced guy on the slate at 9.5. Uh, so it makes me not want to go Luka, but this is a matchup where he can bring back value. And if you're going for raw points, because we do have a lot of value, I mean... Um, I'll take some. I'll take chances on Luca here. Yeah, I think you know you you touched on the Porzingis. Uh, there's probably a good chance he sits this one out, knowing that he missed a couple games prior to. And my best bet is that they kind of sat Kleber, knowing that they'll probably play him tomorrow and sit Porzingis. I think maybe that's why they're kind of alternating games with these guys, or you know he's playing one day, resting another. I uh, I don't know. It's kind of just a hunch. It's a guess. But if there's no Kleber and there's no Porzingis. If we get some Bobby, uh, sign me up. I love Bobon Star. Just chalk him onto the list of cheap centers that we're going to want a ton of shares of. Uh, I don't know if you've happened to have a chance to see the Goldfish commercials yet, Santino. Uh, but if you haven't, and if, if any of our listeners haven't, please take the time, pause it, go watch it. They 
It's just pure gold, man. Uh, they put Tobias Harris and Boban together anytime, and it's just it's comedic genius. Uh, I don't know. I love I love those two guys. They just make me smile. Yeah, ready to move on. <laughs> make you. It sounds like you got a stuffy nose too. You're I crying. Do. I, I was just like when <laughs> so I was weird. muted. I was muted, and you were talking, and I sneezed like 15 times. I felt like it. I still haven't been able to kind of get myself. So we'll get into this next one, so I can pass it off to you, and I can actually get myself <laughs> together. Phoenix Suns traveling to LA, take on the Clippers here. Holy, my nose about to fall <laughs> off. Sir Tabaka ruled out. Phoenix Suns have yet to submit their injury report. Second half of the back-to-back, they're the late game tonight as we record this the night before. 224.5 game total. Clippers favored by 4.5 points. Santino, save me. Let's take the Suns. <laughs> yeah, so we see uh, the Booker over 9-2. He has, he's starting to put it together last uh, couple games. A uh, couple, three games, three of the last five games over 50 DK points. So he's hitting value there. The two ender, uh, the two ender, the two in between, <laughs> in between. One was near value. One was very subpar. Um, just a pretty good matchup though. And I really don't want to go to Booker, even though he's hot. Uh, we saw Beverly come back. Paul George looked pretty healthy in that last game. Uh, maybe it was just that Dame Lillard factor, but uh, Beverly's back. There's Rondo's looks healthy. Uh, you have, George, a lot of people that they can throw at him, uh, different different good defenders at him, so I'm probably not going to go there. Chris Paul, 8-3. I just think we have a lot of um, solid value that he's more of a pivot play to me. He's another guy who's been really, really good. Um, but I think I'm going to go more towards the Drew Holidays of the of the group, just a couple hundred dollars cheaper. He's the number one option on that team and has a much better matchup. Uh, we could possibly look at DeAndre Ayton, but I won't. <laughs> I just uh, looking at this team, looking at the matchup. I think it's going to be a fun game, but I'm not really invested on too many of these guys uh, with their current price tags. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I just think that they're all a little bit, you know, priced accordingly or a little bit too expensive. Uh, it's not a terrible spot. It's not a great spot. It's I wouldn't fault if you wanted to go to a Booker or a Paul. I'm I'm with you. I'm not playing Aiton. Just too many centers. Too too many centers. We talked about. Mm-hmm. And these ancillary pieces, they're okay, but we even talked about better value in other spots. So, you know, I'm not going to necessarily cross them all off my list, but I just don't see myself going to them too much either. So uh, we'll slide on over to the Clippers side of the ball. You know, looking at it, you talked about Paul George. Oh, and fun fact, he actually came out and basically admitted that he was salty uh, when he said his comments. I think he mentioned it earlier in the year about the whole Damian Lillard, how that shot was a bad shot that he took at halftime when he sent them home. Uh, and when he was on OKC, he came out and talked about it this year and just basically said, hey, listen, I was, yeah, that was a great shot. I don't know what I was saying. I was I was kind of being you know, a little salty pants boy. But uh, on the Clippers don't side. Never, please, please never say salty pants boy again. Oh, my God. Uh, that might be the new one then. You don't be a salty pants boy, man. Just cheer up. Uh, can you go back oh, to him, though? God, <laughs> 80, oh, 8,200. Uh, Kawhi, 94. $1,200 difference, but who do you think is the better point-per-dollar player out of those two? I, I honestly didn't hear what you said. I'm still confused on what the hell Salty Pants Boy means and why you keep repeating <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait, did you say who's better, Kawhi well, who or Paul like, George? Yeah, who do you, yeah, who do you like better? As a, obviously, uh, we, we're going to take Kawhi Leonard probably 10 out of 10 times raw points, but $1,200 difference, uh, who do you see yourself leaning more towards? Yeah, and uh, it's a tough one. I think Bridges 
is a much better defender than Booker or anybody that they can throw on Paul George. But that last game, I just think he had a little extra something. He's been off lately outside of that last one where he just blew up a couple games. uh, We know he's dealing with that toe issue. I'll probably, I'd rather just pay up and get the safer Kawhi Leonard uh, uh, in this one for just, just being, like I said, a lot safer. You know what you're getting with him. Uh, and I do think we have a lot of value. So I don't know. In in this particular slate, that $1,200, I don't think will kill you. Uh, but outside of that, probably not going to look at anybody. This is a tough, as tough of a matchup as it, as you can get against the Suns, who uh, every time I come on this podcast, I keep repeating it because it doesn't really change. They're bottom three in pace and they're top three in defense. Uh not someone that I want to actively target, but I guess you can throw in now that they're back. Patrick Beverly, Rondo. Uh, I don't think they're going to be playing over 20 minutes, and we're not going to get that soon. I assume they're both going to be on a minutes limit. And while I do like the 31 and 3700 dollar price tags, uh, probably won't go too much to them. But there is one other guy that I am looking at Uh-oh. in that range, Uh-oh. and uh, Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> at, at the bare minimum, 3K, another guy. What position is he playing? <laughs> center position um, that probably won't have too much exposure just because we mentioned all those centers. But uh, if he's going to get more, if he's ready to go, and and they were all raving about his, his um, ability and they were raving about his conditioning, and it seems like he's ready to go more than eight minutes. And if he is, I can see him taking a large chunk of Zubats' minutes and at bare minimum 3K, I mean, we know that this guy is a point-per-minute guy. Uh, even on even when he was on, on the Rockets and they just were throwing him out there, he was putting up fantasy points. And he literally in eight minutes, he had seven points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, do I think he does that again against this team? No. But if he can get 18 minutes, 20-plus uh, fantasy points should be right on the cards. So uh, if you really need that savings, I don't think we do in this slate, but if you really do... Cousins is the guy. Boom. Uh, you know, and when I think of Cousins, I another flashback moment. You know what? I, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when Brittany Griner was like, yeah, I would school him one-on-one. And, and they asked him about it in the interview. And he was just like, next question. Kept it moving. But uh, I, I, I'm expecting big things from him. And this, you know, he's fired up. He's back in L.A. He had a good time when he was in L.A. when he was playing for the Lakers. Uh, obviously business did not, you know, they had, business was business. They had to do what they had to do with him. And they, he understood that as well. Uh, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing this pairing, seeing how this combo works, having that depth. They're also expected or potentially could have a Baca back soon too. So, you know, who knows what happens with this front court, something worth keeping an eye on, but I don't think I'll be going to too much here. There's one guy that I kind of have circled and not because he's a great play, just because there's a slight narrative involved and it's Marcus Moore senior. Uh, the Morris brothers hate Phoenix, and it feels like anybody that used to play for Phoenix at one point, you know, hates Phoenix after they leave. I think Goran Dragic's on that list, where there's just a lot of guys that, whether it's a home game or away game, whenever they see Phoenix on the schedule, they just, you know, want to want to get up a little bit more. Uh, I think for them, it was when they got traded originally, they weren't supposed to separate them. It was like in their like clause, or they said like, you know, it was it was an, uh, in the contract, but it was like, you know. It was un- it was unwritten uh, that they weren't going to separate the two brothers, and they did. So now that both brothers hate them, but that's it. I don't want to necessarily pick on uh, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard when you think about two great defenders on the other side and Jay Crowder and uh, and Bridges. 
it just it's those are the two types of dudes that can really just kind of keep up with these guys and just get under their skin for four quarters. Obviously, you know, George and Leonard will get theirs, uh, just not ones that I necessarily need to pick on if I don't have to. But we'll keep it moving. Next 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, Portland Trailblazers traveling to Utah. They're taking on the Jazz. This game does have a game total, 231. Jazz favored by seven. This is the highest game total, surprisingly. I guess not too surprising. Portland's involved um, on the slate right now that we have available to us. We'll have to kind of keep an eye on that and see if there's any higher ones that come out later. But for the Trailblazers, Zach Collins out. Yusuf Nurkic questionable. Norman Powell is probable. Jazz have yet to submit their injury report. Santino, touch on the Blazers for us. Yeah, and the Jazz are on the uh, the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, the Blazers, we, they're going into a dogfight with, with the top team in the West right now, top team in the league, uh, top four defense, a team that surprisingly plays at a higher pace than the Blazers, just just a slightly higher pace than them. Uh, but to me, there's not a ton that I like uh, on this in this matchup. Um, we're looking at just a very tough matchup, and and with Nurkic questionable, um, we we won't know the news until I'm assuming eight thirty at the earliest. Uh, so I don't know if I can go to Cantor, and even if you can, do you really want to in this matchup? He's not a guy that can stretch the floor and and get Rudy Gobert uncomfortable. Uh, he needs to score in the paint and do and get offensive rebounds and do that. It's something that Gobert can stop. So not really liking that. Uh, won't go to McCollum too much. Don't hate Lillard. Can't can't ever fault going to Lillard, but I'd probably rather just pay up if you can and get the safest option on, on the slate of um, with Luca. And as we mentioned, there's a ton of value, so that might be easy for you. Um, but I would like him more if there's no Powell, if there's no Nurkic, and it's just him and McCollum basically. Then and then I'll give those two guys a, a, a solid bump there. But outside of them gonna pass yeah i don't mind lillard as like a you know gpp pivot like a contrarian play it's it's a you know i want to i want to say it's a good bounce back spot it's not really a great bounce back spot for him but it's a good bounce back opportunity he's coming off of an absolute terrible game where he burned a lot of people in the matchup against the clippers everybody was expecting a big you know game time game going against that paul george matchup uh, and we all got let down he shot 14 percent one of six from deep only put up 26 and a half DK points. So, you know, anytime a, a superstar player that's, you know, foolproof. I mean, Damian Lillard is matchup proof. He's one of those guys where he can go off any single game, no matter what the matchup is. Uh, anytime a guy like that is, you're kind of getting the sense that he may be lower owned because he burned a few people. And we already touched on it. Not a lot of guys we could spend up on anyway. He's going to stay in play for me. But other than him, I don't think I'll be looking at too, too much over here. I just don't want to pick on this matchup all that much if I don't need to. And if I had to pick a secondary option, it would probably be Norm Powell. Uh, just, I like the price tag, 5900 Not going to expect him to score 30 points every game, but uh, we'll, we'll take that scoring. He's probably going to stay the third option. And on the nights where one of Lillard or McCollum are struggling, he's going to be asked and relied upon to step up. But we'll slide over to the Utah side of the ball. Uh, I'll just continue over here. Donovan Mitchell, 8600 that's just too expensive for me. Uh, I won't fault you if you want to go there. I mean, he, he's been paying it off here and there, but I haven't seen it in the past four games. So until that price tag, you know, starts to get more towards like the Zach Levine range around that 8K or 8,200, I'll be taking a hard pass. So I don't, I don't think I'll be going to any Mitchell. 
Uh, but Rudy Gobert at 78, it's just always floating around that price tag in the high sevens. And he just seems to churn in that, you know, 40 point night, night in and night out. So I have no fault going to him. I'll probably uh, keep another center in my pool. Just I don't know why. I don't know how I'm going to play all these guys. I'm going to have to eliminate them eventually. Uh, but at 7,800, he put up uh, 46 DK points in the matchup early in the season in only 28 minutes and coming off a 40 point game, too. So I'll keep him in there. I don't fault you if you want to play any of these guys. It's an up paced matchup, but they're all the rest of them are pretty priced accordingly. I don't feel like we're getting too, too much value out of them. And um, I forgot, I will give Lillard even a, a, another boost because this is the back end of a back-to-back. I'm assuming Mike Conley's not going to play in this one. It means Jordan Clarkson and or uh, most likely Joe Ingles is going to get the start. Neither of them, both of those guys are a huge downgrade defensively. Uh, on the flip side, that means I do like Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson in this matchup against Dame Lillard at 57-58. I think that's... In a, I wouldn't say pace up matchup because the the Jazz do play at a higher pace um, slightly, uh, but I think that's a fair price for them. And you mentioned Rudy Gobert against Enos Cantor, most likely uh, seventy eight hundred. This is just very good price tag for him. Uh, not price tag, very good spot for him. I just don't know how much I'll go to him just because all those cheap cheap options at center out available out for us. Yeah, I already uh, imagined like the thumbnail or whatever for this is just going to be something involving uh, a center roulette that we could be playing. <laughs> uh, shout out Breton. Uh still still with his buddy. We're still thinking of you. That's his team name in our fan. It's something like that, right? It's the center roulettes. Uh, backup uh, center roulette. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're looking at tonight anyway. <laughs> Hartenstein and all these other guys. <laughs> uh, but Detroit Pistons, last game of the night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, great point on the Conley. Glad you brought that up. Uh, definitely Ingles, Clarkson, Bump. I didn't touch on that. Uh, great point, Santino. Uh, Detroit Pistons traveling to Sacramento. Take on the Kings. For the Pistons, Jeremy Grant, Rodney Magruder, both ruled out. Grant dealing with right knee soreness. Joel Okafor, questionable. Who cares? Uh, on the Kings, Marvin Bagley, he's ruled out. 227 and a half game total. Kings are favored by four and a half points. I love when these like teams play. I just feel like this is going to be loaded with some fantasy goodness. So why don't you talk about the Pistons for me? Yeah, with with no drama there. Uh, <laughs> Stop! Stop! I forgot about that. Oh my god! With no uh, with no drama there, there's a lot of shots to go around, and possibly more more people out. Who who knows? But uh, that makes me look right at Diallo at fifty one hundred. Maybe he draws a start in this one. Uh, Josh Jackson, Sadiq Bay, those three guys should be the um, the high shot attempt guys on this team, and I like them in that order. But uh, I think Diallo makes the most sense because when his not, shot's not falling, he still does other stuff. Uh, same with Jackson, so uh, don't mind going there. And then I'm not sure why he's still only 3,200, but Killian Hayes, like I don't know what DraftKings doing, but he will be in my life. Like we're mentioning all these, all this value. This guy's bare minimum almost, and he just had himself a very good game. He got up to twenty-five minutes in his uh, second game there. Um, if he's going to play another twenty-five, maybe he gets a couple more minutes. Twenty-seven minutes. All he needs is twenty points, and he hits value. He surpasses value. I can't imagine he doesn't do that in this matchup. So, uh, sign me up for another Killian Hayes on what is all these point guards are under 4k and I'm just not, I don't understand why. 
why? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I think Killian Hayes at 3,200. He, he should probably be about 4,200, 4,300 right now. So people have to think about it a little bit more. So I'll be playing him at 32. I got no issues there. Sadiq Bey, I like. I like Diallo. Uh, I think Diallo came out and said his exact, you know, maybe I'm paraphrasing too much, but he said about Killian Hayes, that boy can pass. Um, so I expect these two guys, maybe we get a little, maybe we get a little floor running with them. Uh, Diallo, former dunk champ, might get some action with that. That might be fun to watch. So he's my I dude. like both those. <laughs> That's your dude. How am a dude. Uh, I do Diallo. Yeah. <laughs> I knew something was, I knew some play on words was there. Uh, I'm, I'm with you though. I think Diallo, Sadiq Bay and Hayes are my three top options. I wouldn't mind looking at Josh Jackson, but. I think I would go with the and Corey Joseph revenge, but we don't like him. He stinks. Bad at basketball. Oh my god! Next game, you didn't hear the ghost, man. That wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was a ghost. Uh, King side of the ball, Darren Fox, ninety three hundred, coming in a little bit pricey, but he's kind of touching, you know, right next to that Lillard territory. If you had to pick one, who is it? Um, I think I'll go Lillard, but I I don't think it's. It's very close, and I think I might go Fox in GPPs a little bit more than uh, Kawhi there. Again, though, I think all those guys are are super close there. Um, but I do like some Halliburton at sixty five. He's still on. He's still very cheap. Uh, not the fastest matchup that you can ask for. The, the Pistons play in the the bottom eight, bottom nine in pace, so they're not going to run the ball there. The Kings, on the other hand, they they're in the top ten. Uh, defensively, the, the Pistons aren't aren't that bad. Uh, they're a little over over half <clears throat> on the back back half of it, but they're near the the mid middle of the pack there. Uh, but I think Halliburton at six five is another guard option that we can look at. Um, Buddy Heald, this is a matchup where he can find himself getting open threes, and I not obviously he's not a cash guy, but I think he makes sense for uh, GPPs here. Uh, and that's probably it. I like Holmes at seven six, but man, I just can't throw another center, especially because he's a little bit. I mean, what do we have to lose? Just you know, <laughs> just just put him in there. Put him can, in there. Can is there a way DraftKings can let us just not do positions? Just put eight people there because might have literally eight centers. I don't know. There's there are some there are some <laughs> platforms who do not have any affiliation with this show that we won't mention <laughs> that do do that, but. Uh, I'm with you. I think that uh, Fox GPP target, I probably prefer Lillard over him slightly. And I'm with you. I do prefer Fox over Kawhi right there. But the one guy, and this is weird for me to say, not a guy I ever enjoy playing. Do I ever like to play? Do I ever play? But Barnes. I think Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I think he's in play. 6,400. Uh, you know, two out of the three game, past three games, he's put up 40 DK points. He put up a great game against this team earlier in the year. There's no Jarami, as you would say. Uh, no Jabrami nope. Grant, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no Jeremy Grant, so easier defensive matchup and assignment for him. He, you know, this is probably a matchup where he would be spending most of his time you know, running around on the defensive end and just chipping in like he would. But now he can, he probably doesn't need to worry about that. Uh, I like him. I think that he's somebody I could look at. Do I, do I end up landing on him? I don't know. I just kind of got to see how the construction, you know, lands. He's 6,400, right kind of in that mid tier. We talked about a few power forwards. I think that were a little bit cheaper as well. But he's definitely probably uh, one of my favorite King options. And uh, no, no, no spooky ghosts for DeLon Wright. No revenge narrative for that one either. But that brings us home, my good friend. So we'll, uh, we'll jump right into our player tier. Why don't we do that? 
I'll let you start off with the expensive tier. And it's it's kind of honestly, it's kind of easyish for me. I'm just gonna pay up for these guys. Um, Luca Lillard, I'll pay up for them, and I'm probably just gonna pay up for Luca. I think we have so much value here that I can. I wanted to say Vooch is one of my favorite plays of of this expensive tier uh, until I remembered I like 57 of the cheaper center options, so that's going to take him off my my table just because if I'm paying up, I know I need value. Where is all my value that I like the most? Most of that's in the center position, so uh, that switches me over to Luca or Lillard, and I'll probably pay up for Luca because I think I'll I know I'll have the money nine out of ten times and not be like, ooh, I don't know about this guy. I'm going to feel confident with most of my lineup and pay pay up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, I was going to, I'll take your cop out because that's where I was going. So you still <laughs> get to, you still get to hear Big Vooch's name. Uh, 9,100, you know, regardless of whether you end up using him, if you go with the cheaper center approach, I mean, I'll, I'll tonight, uh, I, I wanted to play some centers. But with all the late breaking news, having Goga at mid salary, having uh, Anyeka Kangu at mid salary, I played both centers in my single entry and both centers in my cash. It was just too much value to pass up. You know, if I, if I took one off the chin, if Jokic had uh, an 80-point game, it is what it is. But I, I spent up, and it, listen, it, it felt right. Go got a great game. I, I haven't checked in on uh, a Kung Wu, uh since we started the podcast, but he was playing well. It was, uh, you know, spending up on Luca, who didn't give me what I wanted. So that happens with it, but uh, the process still still felt correct. So do I end up doing that same thing? Maybe, but I still think uh, Big Vooch is a very good price tag, very good spot, 9100 We'll go to the mid-tier now, 7500 or less. Santino, what are you looking at? Uh, and I think <laughs> I oh, like God. Drummond. At, at the higher, <laughs> on the higher end, I like Drummond here. Uh, 6500 he's going to start. He's probable. They're, he should play. Uh, if he didn't get hurt in the last game, I'm assuming he would have played, or in his first game back, I should say, he should have played about 30 minutes. So um, I can see that again. It, it, he should be playing about 30 minutes in this one, and that dude at 6,500, just a point poor, a point poor, point <laughs> per minute guy. Uh, and then I'm going to go to a lower end too, just because there's it's kind of the mid tier for us is kind of a big, big jump there. And I like, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> ding, ding, ding. another <laughs> forward center, Bobby Portis at 5,300. Uh, no, Giannis is doubtful. This guy's going to start. Very good matchup. Weaker front court. Double double easy, okay. Sign me up, and you can play him at forward, guys. <laughs> you snake! You just had to name two people, didn't you? Well, I'm going at the higher end and the lower end. Lower. Yeah. End. Well, we're gonna get to a value play. You know, that was my mid tier. No worries. Uh, I, you know, I, I was gonna go Bobby Portis. Now he's got to scramble for a quick second. Uh, I'll probably look towards that OKC Cleveland game. Um, you know, probably at who's going to be starting at power forward. It's not something that we necessarily know yet. But between, you know, the two options that we talked about, whether it's, you know, Kenrich Williams, a uh, decent chance he could draw the start uh, or it being a uh, name slip in my mind right now, uh, Jalen Horde, uh, both those guys. Uh, Horde would be the value play. Kenrich would be, I guess, my mid-tier. But, man, Bobby Portis is who I would have said. So we'll just stick with Bobby Portis. I, I just love that play either way. But value, Santino, just say your centers. Just get, like, three of them out of the way. Rile them off. Uh, What's the... Cutoff here. Yeah. Has there been a cutoff as far as centers? Um, no, I'm saying what's the cutoff on your price tag in this yeah, one? Five, five, five K or less. And 
I should say, like, on the caveat that it's not a center for you, but... All right. Uh, <laughs> Mal- Malachi do. Flynn would be my favorite guy under five, 5K and below right now. Uh, Chicago matchup, you can attack them at the point guard position. There is no Van Vliet. There is no Lowry. Uh, Powell's not on the team anymore. This guy's just going to get 30-plus minutes, and at 47, he would be the higher-end guy that I'll go for. And I won't say anybody else. I'll, I'll let you go, and then I can throw in low guy, <laughs> low yeah, guy we'll under four K. Give us another one. Give us. We have a ton of value on the slate. I know you're. I know you're. Uh, you're itching over there. So give us another one. All right, I will itch and go under four K, and I'll go all the way down to bare minimum and throw you some Killian Hayes at thirty two hundred. Uh, it's just not the price tag doesn't make sense right now. Uh, I mean, I guess it does. He's only played two games since he's come back, uh, but. It's not going to make sense by the end of this week. It just doesn't. And that that's, I don't think I need to say more. He shouldn't be 3,200. Yep, that's perfect. All right. I'll go down to Bembry right next to your uh, Malachi Flynn. I think both these guys still fantastic values. Both should play 30-plus minutes. And for the gigs, I'll throw another one in there in Hartenstein. Since oh, we, my God. Gigs. We didn't, we, didn't, yeah, we didn't mention a center uh, in that value round. So a little surprising. So we'll throw him in there as well. So there we go. A little extra bonus for you guys, but that's it. That rounds us out. So if you guys have a minute and you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. You can find Santino at Santino Cacone, S-A-N-T-I-N-O-C-A-C-C-O-N-E. And we would really appreciate it. If you have the time, give us a five-star thumbs up. Nice positive review over there in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to it. It uh, means a lot to us, allows us to kind of, you know, hey, say, hey, look, we're doing a good job. And how do we get better? Uh, only way we get the feedback is from you guys. So uh, we do appreciate you, whether you're a longtime listener, first time listener, whatever the case may be. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it is, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing for us to do. Uh, and I think if we haven't already mentioned it enough, but we will be doing another contest we haven't done one all season. The first one this season will be this Friday. DFS contest. There will only be 25 entry spots. We are going to have some pros in there. So if you're listening, keep an eye out on Twitter. You'll see Santino tweet out the link. I'll tweet out the link. It'll be retweeted a few times. Hoopball will probably tweet it out from our major um, page. But uh, join us. It's going to be fun. It'll probably be about a $5 entry. And it's just going to be a nice little contest where you could just show what you got. Take some of our pros down. Uh, you know, rub my face in the dirt and the winner will get a nice little swag goodie from me. Uh, something from my own personal sports memorabilia collection, maybe something for your favorite team or favorite player, whatever I got. Uh, I'll try to hook you up if I could. So that's pretty much all the gist. That's the good stuff. Thank you guys for listening. Santino, anything you want to say before we take off? No, I'm good. I, I think uh, we had a good one here and can't wait to to get to it tomorrow. That's it. So from me, Mike Apatria, from Santino, Mr. Salty Pants Boy, that oh is all God. we have for you guys. Get we'll me out of here. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow. Uh, it will be Will. It will be Dave. They'll be laying down the law and crushing the slate. Let's go out there. Let's crush the tournaments. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.